0: Hey, this is Justin and I'm here with my wife Denisha and you are listening to Focus on Me. So, uh <laughs> got a little interesting episode today as we discuss entanglement.
1: So like most of the <sighs> world. Uh, I'm sure you have listened to the Red Table Talk. Now, I want to go on record and say that was the first time I ever watched a Red Table Talk. I've seen a couple clips like mm-hmm. with different things on Facebook, but I've never watched a full video in its entirety. So this is my right. first time looking at it. Mm-hmm. And generally, I don't like to get involved in stuff like that. But I figured it could be a good conversation for the podcast. You can marry folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I want to go on record first say, like, we are not bashing Will or Jada I just think it gives us good conversation and I know it's got to be hard to deal with a very public a very private situation in, in a very public. public way so I mean I want to just say that like I wouldn't envy them for anything right now not at all so what were some of your thoughts about it? so I think it was interesting
0: I think one of the things that I I think most people I don't know I noticed looking at the emotions That Mm -hmm. were in both areas, Um, and you mean by
1: both people, like Will and Jade? Okay, correct. So
0: I mean, and this is just me looking. You know, Mm -hmm. it looked very visible that Will's eyes were real puffy and Mm -hmm. and red, as if he had already been crying. Which is understandable because, again, you're bringing up that same, you're bringing up all the emotions of of what had happened, and then it almost. And this is how I felt. It seemed very laxed and kind of dismissive the way Jada was coming out with these things. Okay. Kind of like, yeah, it's done. You know, almost as if like, and I, and I, I totally understand it. For them, clearly, it was years ago. Um, and it was interesting seeing how he... He wanted her to say, "What like say what you did?" Right. Stop using the word entanglement because he said entanglement. She said, "Yeah, entanglement." He says, "Um, "Entanglement. What does that mean? You you know it's like I feel like that. It's so funny because it made me think of like church." Church folks, mm-hmm. they try to use a word <laughs> to cover up whatever is going on,
1: and not just church folks, oh, yeah, people,
0: yeah. well, I think about them because they do. We, we do it a lot. This is mm-hmm. what it is. Church, I've seen. I, I've been in church for all my life, so I've, and I've seen many people use it, and I myself have used different words to, you know, mean what it yeah, is. Euphemisms.
1: That's what they was called. That, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, we don't want to call it what it really is, right?
0: But it was interesting because, for I mean, I feel like in many cases, if if you don't. If can I say? if you feel a certain way, you feel a certain way. And if you did whatever you did, and it's done, just it's what it is. You ain't got to make it up, dress it up, make it seem like it's something that it's not, or give it something special to make it sound good.
1: So maybe that's a good place to kind of park, right? How many times does that happen in relationships? Not just uh, marriage relationships or romantic relationships, but how many relationships go bad because people won't own up or be accountable to what it is that they've done Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of arguments happen a lot of hurt feelings happen a lot of um, wounds don't get healed or issues don't get resolved because people won't actually just be accountable for what they've done Mm -hmm. Um, I hate when people are apologizing and they're not really apologizing or couples will say things like I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings yeah <laughs> when I told you that you did or well I'm sorry you felt that way that's not an apology or if I've done anything to hurt you right and just, you know that that's I like did like blanket apology I, I, that's I even not even an apology that. I just I used feel to like that oh god it, it's something I think people do to make themselves feel better and mm-hmm. to appease other people because also how many memes and things have been on the internet in the last 24 to 48 hours just with that word entanglement alone (laughs) and i think what people are highlighting is a how silly it sounds Mm -hmm. how um erroneous it is and i think that happens a lot when we won't acknowledge what we've done wrong when we won't call something what it is and even in the world of addictions we always used to say if you hide your addiction you'll never find your recovery if you hide your problem, you'll never find your healing. And even the Bible says, I desire truth mm-hmm. in the inward parts. That's Psalms 51. Right? So, calling something an entanglement, even when people are like, you know, y'all go together like, oh, it's a situation. Right, right. it's A situation yeah. That's, like, okay. what are we talking about right now? It's like, it, our, it, either you are or you're not. And I feel like that was kind of the the tone of even that phrase entanglement. Like, No, you had an affair. Well, maybe you won't call it an affair because y'all were separated, but you were having a relationship with this person. And so how many times do people have entanglements in their marriage? And I've seen a lot of people clapping back on social media saying, uh, why are you talking about Will and Jada? Y'all got entanglements right now. You got Mm -hmm. entanglements with your baby mamas. You got entanglements with your, you know, all these different people in your life. And it's easy to talk about what they are doing because they're famous now, knowing that you know a lot of our lives have looked pretty similar, and, and even as I you look
0: at the, the chosen word entanglement, you know uh, you know when you, when you get ready to preach, you start looking up definitions. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you sermon. know I I bring up the definition a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. So she meant exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but without just saying, "Well, look, this is what it is." I'm going to use this, this this pretty word, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, to me, I feel like, uh, and, then, and this is kind of like veering off of them and kind of coming just back mm-hmm. um, to relationships. It's easy to skate around it. Mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes harder for some to hit it head on and to tackle it. And I think once you do, if you're going to address it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, so if I'm coming to you with something, I'm addressing whatever issue it is, whether it's my own issue to talk to you about or an issue I have with you, you have to be receptive, right? Because if you're not receptive to me, that's going to make it harder for me to come back the next time,
1: right? You know,
0: and I feel feel like there has to be some type of dialogue. There has to be a discussion. There has to be some type of resolution in order to get any type of uh, breakthrough or healing or or whatever word or adjective that you need at that moment, mm-hmm. or to move forward. There has to be of a safe place Mm -hmm. for you to be able to come
1: and and, and,
0: uh reveal or you know uh, address whatever the issue is
1: and i think that because from what i understand i'm guessing that she brings people to the table to talk Mm -hmm. because the title of it was like jada brings herself to the table right and i think will kind of had that i'm going to interview you like you Mm -hmm. do some other folks kind of a thing and I didn't see a lot of forthcoming with that I didn't see a lot of and again maybe they did that already now I will also say this the problem with putting yourself in the public is that the public gets to judge you so you got a show y'all came on the show and talked about it so you can't really be upset about (laughs) anybody's commentary on what they witnessed that you put out there so Mm -hmm. if people are judging you you know that's something that you invited when you put your business out there now whatever happened to make them have to have this conversation I don't know but just my opinion on it is that reality like you put yourself out here so people have the right to say what they want to say and I think that her coming to the table it lacked a little bit of you know, reality, or, or I shouldn't say reality, sincerity. sincerity. There yeah, you go. That's really right. uh, and looking at, like you said, looking at the differences in their faces was like, wow. You know, I would have thought if if I just saw the memes, if I just saw the faces, I would have thought Will was saying he cheated, he had an entanglement, right. which takes me to another point. Someone said to me, like, what if that had been Will who was saying? He had the entanglement. Oh, they would have dropped that joke through the mud. Exactly how it would have happened, and how we, particularly as women, would have been—you know—calling. See, that's why all men are dogs, and this, that, and the third. And it was an interesting thing to actually see the look on his face as being someone cheated on, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, And even it reminded me of Tyler Perry movies, right? A lot of times people (laughs) say they don't like Tyler Perry movies because... I'm one of them. But look, because (laughs) the guys are always being dull. The guys are always the good guy's he finishing played, last, he played him right? He would play somebody good, but but a lot of times I think what he is highlighting is the reality that this does happen way more often than either Hollywood yeah. would want us to believe mm-hmm. or whatever society portrays. And so I think it is interesting that it was the female who had the entanglement <laughs> and the male sitting there looking like he was just you know heartbroken and crushed and i still a, look that way he did and he was like i gotta get you back yeah. like i got some payback coming what but y- he even that little that little
0: the little back and forth between them about that so well, well i think you've done more Le- leads me to believe there's more to it
1: and i'm sure there but, is but I, I, I it makes me wonder though because why would he say that because you know part of it's like all right you for example like me and you you kiss somebody I slept with somebody and then you be like "Um, we even maybe not or if I would be like we're even like "Mm, I don't know if sex and the kiss is even but it felt like that tone like I've done some stuff but I still gotta get you back cause what I've done maybe wasn't as bad as what you've done and again we don't have the details it's all speculation
0: just just from listening to them though like thinking about what he, and he? I appreciate that he asked. What were you looking for?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when she said she was looking just to feel good again, I hadn't feel good in so long.
1: You're so cute. <laughs> I you are. <laughs> as as you face at you're trying to get in trouble. <laughs> we're
0: trying to do this here thing. and You're trying to have you just hit the pause button and take it. In but so the crazy thing is about that. Like I can I, I can appreciate that he asked that question. But the fact that she that she put this out here, it was like, well, you're saying that you wanted to feel good. You haven't felt good in a long time. And I realized unhappiness is a strong thing mm-hmm. that will end something. Mm-hmm. That can bring it into something. That can uh, put a huge dent in a relationship, a marriage, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess what I was trying to figure out was, well, okay, if this was what you wanted to feel, why did you wait so long not to cheat <laughs> mm-hmm. to address it or has it been addressed and has there been was there no resolution to it
1: well i don't think this i don't know they lies i'm just from what i well, heard now, and now kind I'm of about relationship up, things now. i know i'm just saying i think that what i could appreciate that she said was in doing that she realized Her codependency issues. Mm -hmm. And I think codependency is a huge part of why people couple off, how they couple off, Mm -hmm. how they choose the person that they choose to be with. And when those needs aren't met or that person doesn't need you, because codependency basically means you have a need to be needed. Right. Right. And when you think about whatever this child, because apparently he's like 20 years younger than her, or something like that. He was sick. It, it mm. seemed like it gave her an opportunity to be needed. And I mean, mm. when you think about marrying someone like Will Smith, who, you know, like Osan, got his own car, got his own house. <laughs> like, if you need to be needed and you go into a relationship like that, you're going to feel unfulfilled. And she used the very important word trauma, right? So, and I guess in another one of her table talks, she talks about. Her family's issues with addiction and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So, you know, bringing trauma therapists, I could only imagine how those codependency issues were formed. And when it comes now to relationships, I think we have to really look at healing that comes from relationships mm-hmm. and healing that comes before relationships. Right and I think that that's a really real part right healing before is as important as healing during relationships during, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. because going into relationships with issues such as codependency or even just issues of um, disengagement they're going to have a strong strain on your relationship mm-hmm. and you might find yourself in an entanglement as a result of those unresolved issues and, and even like kind of
0: Bridging a little bit, Um, thinking about her saying that that's what she needed in order for her to learn these like these lessons and and her codependencies and things like that. You know, I listening to it, I was just thinking about us and like. Man, listen. I don't need you going elsewhere mm-hmm. in order to get what you need. Going elsewhere to get your healing. Mm-hmm. Going elsewhere to get your revelations and 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 whatnot. No, work with me.
1: Right. Work now, with me. I guess to their credit, one of the things that I did hear them talk about that was at a time when they were separated. Yes, that, that is true. To divorce. So mm-hmm. to some extent, that makes sense. Yeah. But what also was interesting though is. If that happened at a point where they were... Because he was pretty adamant that he was like, I was done with you. You we mm-hmm. weren't coming back. It seemed irreparable. I think the hurt, though, was still significant.
0: Absolutely. Because clearly, they were still loved it.
1: Yep. And I think that when people walk away from something, it's just not that easy to end or sever ties or emotional ties. You know, in mm-hmm. the church, we call them soul ties. And I think that that's so important for us to consider that just because we may be physically not together or that we are saying that this is the path, that those actions, even in those times, can still severely impact the relationship, especially if you do try and come back together. And also
0: as you were talking, what I start thinking about is that stuff just doesn't happen overnight. Mm-mm. There's usually steps and phases where it's like, okay, boom, this happens, you know, maybe there's a little bit more time and then this happens. And that disconnect starts, and it, it, if there is no uh, reconnection, if there is uh, no reconciliation emotionally, mm-hmm. in between those, those those gaps of time, it just, you guys, uh, two people get, keep getting further and further and further away to where when it does become a split and a separation and now it's like, okay, yeah, I'm not a, I haven't been happy. I've been telling you I'm not happy. I've been trying and trying and trying. Then that kind of changes the dynamic of okay, we're separated, we're not together, or whatever. It Changes the dynamic of, of the emotions attached to it mm-hmm. because if you if you let's let's just say they hadn't got back together, mm-hmm. would he have probably been hurt at the moment when he heard about it? Possibly, mm-hmm. probably. But if they had not got back together, I think it would have helped. That would have helped him. Attach himself Even more Mm -hmm. You know So I think That uh, That reality Of Yeah If you're in a relationship And You're Listen Listen first of all Mm -hmm. Pay attention to what's
1: actually happening But wait Hold on Before we go right there To listen I think Not only do people have to listen Mm -hmm. So for example You have to listen to me Right But I have to speak Yes And I think that's A missing piece I think people always say Well like You weren't listening to me You weren't listening to me I think sometimes In marriages Or in relationships People have this Unrealistic expectation That I'm supposed to Be able to read your mind
0: Oh no Oh no And I'm not saying You're saying that I I, I totally agree with
1: you And I think when it comes to Where is the fault Or how did this go wrong People Well he didn't listen Did you say it In a way that he could hear Right Did you say it in a way that she could hear? Or did you assume that they understood what you meant? You should know by now, you should know what I want. Like that, (laughs) I think that is like one of the biggest pitfalls that people in relationships have. Mm -hmm. Like I believe, and you know very well, I believe in saying what I want. I also believe in asking for what you want, right? So when it comes to like birthdays and stuff like that, I don't want to. I don't want you to have to guess. I'm gonna give you a list. Makes it easy, right? And you know, I told you it's this bag on the Louis Vuitton website. Mm-hmm. I sent you the picture. This one so or no this one, and that's and that makes that's clarity, though. And anything I got over top of that, that's a bonus, right? right? Right. Versus acting like, well, don't make a you know, it's okay, no big problem, no, like because you're gonna be disappointed when mm-hmm. he come in the house with you know a, a bag from. TJ Maxx and TJ Maxx got some nice bags don't get me wrong but if you wanted right right, if you wanted the Gucci or if you wanted the Louis Vuitton and you didn't say that that Mm -hmm. is part of your challenge and I think far too often in, in situations people don't say what they need and then accuse the other person of not listening or not knowing
0: that's that's why wanna I tell you, I say this all the time to whenever we're talking about different situations we talk we may talk about different somebody not speaking up or whatever mm-hmm. I always quote that line from Spawn <laughs> from Chappell <laughs> if my, my brother is listening he will know it right now I And Chappell said it all the time gotta speak up if you want to be heard
1: that's it and if you
0: don't say something mm-hmm. you cannot fault the other person in the relationship for anything they do if you haven't said nothing
1: to them. Right. Now, I want to sh- sh- shift gears a little bit. I'm trying to remember exactly how she said and I started to write it down when they said it. But she says something to the effect of like, marriage is filled with like, hardships or trying times or something. Yeah,
0: and it has to be that way. Yeah, it
1: has to be it's hard and marriage, or marriage is you. hard. And Will said something to the effect of like, but I don't want that no more yeah yeah, yeah right mm-hmm. and, and it made me think about the reality of how many times people will say marriage is work marriage is work marriage is hard marriage is work marriage is hard and and i know that even sometimes people can be condescending when you have not been married for a long time and they're like shoot you saying that now wait till such and such a wait till this wait till y'all got 15 years in the game and all that kind of stuff and so when i heard that statement I thought to myself like yeah marriage is hard when one of the people in the relationship you know gets a sickness Mm -hmm. or kids come or financial Mm -hmm. difficulties or COVID-19 or you know things that happen I'm like but this wasn't like the type of hardships that most marriages have to face you had an entanglement Mm -hmm. so i was really i i I heard that and it sounded very much like this is what you can expect in a relationship Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be hard because these are everyday occurrences now is adultery a common occurrence in a lot of marriages sure Mm -hmm. but that's like saying oh raising kids is gonna be hard of course if you have a baby the baby's gonna cry in the middle of the night and people right. gonna be tired and we're gonna try and figure out how come you ain't getting up to feed the baby, how mm-hmm. come I gotta do it all the time? You know, you're gonna have to pay bills and different things That's like life. that. But like <laughs> an entanglement is not a That's prerequisite a... for the marriage. No, like No, no, nobody gets
0: married. Nobody gets married with the with the expectancy of yep, there's gonna be an entanglement. So I better prepare myself.
1: Right. What? Like, you know, parents are gonna uh Get older, and we're gonna have to take care of our parents, and you have to worry about college for your kids, and maybe Mm -hmm. your kids get sick or things like that. But an entanglement is just not like par for the course. (laughs) And I I didn't like when she said that because I think it it spoke to an expectation that this is what is gonna happen in relationships.
0: And that's false. That is such a falsehood. I mean, as you were talking, I thought about my parents. And my father, for as hard as he had it, when my mother got got really sick and and he was taking care of her, you never, even though I knew that it was taking a physical toll on him, he was, every time he got, every time he came home from work, or every time he got to do this, he got to do that, he'd he'd go in there, he'd be in there laughing. When I would come visit them, he'd be in there laughing with my mom, all cracking up. They'd be in separate rooms watching, the two separate rooms watching the same thing laughing. So you can't tell me that an entanglement is always, always what is going to happen down this or down the road. Mm-hmm. And kind of to, to, to just touch on one thing you said about about the time and lo- time and longevity of a relationship. What in the world, or should I say, <laughs> what use is having a long miserable relationship? Mm-hmm. And what? The, well, actually, let no, me rephrase that. I'm gonna rephrase. That. I'm gonna pack that. How much can you really tell me that you've been miserable in your whole relationship versus someone who's trying to work to make things happier, mm-hmm. to make things better, to, to keep communication open? I am all open to listen to suggestions from people. Mm-hmm. But when your marriage reflects and in, in your relationships mm-hmm. reflect nothing positive, it's kind of hard to take something mm-hmm. it's, It kind of is. And, you know, I, I, I love... I love sit, talking with my dad and my brothers and stuff, and because the, I, I get different insight and different perspectives. Even though we're from the same family, you yeah. get different perspectives because we're different in different age groups, and we've all had different experiences. You know, so even with that, it's like, okay, you know what? These are things we can learn, and even while I'm learning, I'm not thinking about no entanglement being the next thing that's gonna be on my road.
1: And you know, I I don't know what the path was for her and anybody who's been in that situation to where they found themselves in the entanglement, <laughs> um, again, being a marriage counselor for years, I've heard many different people talk about what happened, and what got them there. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is there are generally pretty predictable signs oh, yeah. that an entanglement is not far off Mm -hmm. and I think that it's so important to have accountability with you know other couples with friends and family you know people that will hold you accountable to like what are you doing Mm -hmm. you know I think I saw a post earlier today was like you don't have to wait until you actually have sex with somebody if you find yourself deleting texts and deleting pictures and making sure that your phone is password protected and locked Mm -hmm. and all that you already in an entanglement. <laughs> and I think that there's truth to that. Like when it comes to adjusting your behavior or operating in secrecy, there is some indication already that an entanglement is close by. Mm-hmm. And making sure that there are people around you who you trust, who are trustworthy and who love you enough to tell you the truth. Right. That the path you're going down is the wrong path. Mm hmm. Especially if you're going to keep your covenant, if you're going to keep your vows that you made to, you know, as we said in the last episode, forsaking all others and keeping only to the person. And so I think that whatever her path is, I don't know. But for anybody who's listening and even, you know, a daily reminder for ourselves, like I say all the time, when I can't say it to you, we're already in a bad place. Mm -hmm. And making sure that I have enough, what's the word I want to use? Integrity to not as one of my clients said not play in the dark (laughs) and that's so important because I think playing around in the dark before you know it you caught up yeah, I ain't mm-hmm. talking about wrapped up, tied up, tangled up In Jesus, you wrapped up, tied up Tangled up in an entanglement mm-hmm. And you sitting there looking like all them pictures Of those you know, of right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those ear, earbuds Like all them cords, like uh-huh. that's the worst thing To try and trying get untangled get Oh goodness! So, especially when the phone Ringing and you trying to get it real quick You don't never get it when and, it actually rings And out. that's exactly how life will be You'll be trying to get out of that situation And you'll be so tied up and the thing that you need to be ready for a present for, you're not going to be, even if that's just your husband, wife, your kids, whatever, because you're going to be in this entanglement. Mm-hmm. And even though we're not that important, I just think about how <laughs> when you do have a world platform like that, people going to drag you. They're going oh, yeah. and, and I just- Look, people will drag you even if you ain't that famous. you right. It definitely the more <laughs> when you allow yourself to get caught up like that, but- you know, I, I, I think it was an interesting scenario that they found themselves in. And my prayer is like, be it far from me. Keep it away from us, Lord. <laughs> because, And I do want to also say that anyone, any person is susceptible to have the same fate, And especially if we don't keep ourselves submitted to God. If we don't I keep our flesh submitted if we don't keep our will our passions our appetite submitted to God we will find ourselves entangled just as quickly mm-hmm. and and i always say you know the bigger you the higher you go the bigger the platform the devil has to expose you on anyway yeah. Yeah. and if we don't keep that stuff submitted to God and if we don't keep ourselves at the foot of the cross we'll find ourselves and maybe nobody will care and maybe nobody will be tweeting about it and <laughs> making memes about it but the people who are close to us the people who are kids our family our friends people we minister to mm-hmm. whoever they will be devastated by yeah. it and if we're not careful like Paul said not for the grace of God there go I and so really making sure that we as you know you and I Justin and Janesia but also as listeners and as people who are really trying to have uh healthy marriages like we got to pay attention to our temptations for entanglements we got to mm-hmm. pay attention to our susceptibility Entanglements it made me think about that one uh, Tyler Perry play where uh, Cora went to lunch with the Reverend and Brown said that's how they get you and she was like what you mean get me and he said didn't men know you like lunch like if we're not careful the enemy knows our, oh, he, our he uh, like. taste mm-hmm. and it's not hard for men yesterday you saw somebody was in my messages yeah. and if I was not careful to be avoiding any entanglement that could turn into something before Mm -hmm. you know it. And I think if we're not careful, we can all find ourselves right at our own quote-unquote red table having to have a talk and, you know, dealing with hurt and wounds that obviously years later still have not Mm -hmm. been resolved.
0: That is really... And quite frankly, these are hurts and
1: wounds that that don't have to be. Correct. They don't have to be. Correct. Well, as we wrap up... This episode, what's your takeaway? What's your send off? What do you want the folks to know? <laughs> Be not entangled again. <laughs> listen.
0: Be not entangled again. That's 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 mm-hmm. where I'm gonna leave with y'all because I'm mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna leave that right there. Mm-hmm. Just, we're gonna sit that there. We're
1: gonna table that. Yeah. I will just say, I think if you find yourself in an entanglement, get some help. Seek out wise counsel, seek out godly counsel, Mm -hmm. seek out paid counseling, check your insurance plan, right? Because sometimes you need to talk about it before, especially if it's a situation that has not uh, maybe come to a head, like fix it, get out of it. But then also, if you're not in an entanglement, still find counsel, seek mm-hmm. out counsel, wise counsel, wise counsel so paid counsel, trained counsel mm-hmm. to identify any areas that might make you susceptible to becoming tangled and then address those areas within your relationship. If you know there's some areas that are still needing healing like she talked mm-hmm. about talk about that with your spouse, talk about that with your partner so that way it's not something that you can get tripped up on because now you can lean on their strength or have that covering around that issue while you're getting healing. So thanks for listening. Before we go, if you've not done so already, follow us on Instagram at Focus on Me Podcast. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Focus On Me Podcast. Also, if you have not, go to our website, www.thecrownllc.org. And we will see you next time.
0: Take care, y'all.